You're listening to On the Retire Road, hosted by Phil Calandra. Brought to you by the Calandra Radio Network. Welcome back, everybody. This is Phil Calandra. So glad you could be with me today. And we are on the retire road. As I'm sitting here recording this with uh, our, our engineer and extraordinaire producer, Kyle, <laughs> the market is really having a rough day. This is Monday the 24th, the last week in February. And what tumbled the market over the weekend into today? And it was the coronavirus once again. So, you, you know, I talked a few weeks ago and, and, and sent out a, a memo to our clients a few weeks ago about things like the coronavirus. These are, these are things that happen from time to time. These are things that create stress points in the market. And they will, in fact, tumble the market. If you read any news headline on Yahoo Finance or uh, Google, whatever it may be, you know, the, 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 the fear du jour is the coronavirus. There's always going to be something that's going to be prevalent in journalism, in the news media, that strikes fear because that's what sells. Fear sells. Um, bad news is good copy. That's the oldest adage in, uh, in journalism, in, in reporting news or fake news as it may be. So what I wanted to talk about today was kind of this idea of bear markets bear markets and what do you do when the market drops let's face it the markets go up the markets go down markets will always have fluctuations to the long-term investor and i would say long term is anything greater than five years if you have your money in place in a financial market long term needs to be five years bear markets don't matter it doesn't matter that the market fluctuates. The only thing that matters is how you're going to respond. How are you going to react to the down markets? How are you going to respond to the market ups and downs? And there's two questions you have to ask yourself. Number one is, are you surprised? If you're listening to this podcast this week uh, and, you're, and you're seeing the market drop on the news media today, the market may be erasing some of the upside of the last couple of months, the last, uh, you know, maybe 60 to 90 days. Are you surprised with that? If you look at 2019 as a snapshot, the market, as measured by the S&P 500, was up almost 30%. Are you surprised that there's some catalyst that's going to drive the market to a lower point? I don't think that if we're intellectually uh, honest with ourselves, we should be surprised that the market is having a pullback here. And number two, the second question you have to ask yourself is, what do you think is going on that's causing this decline? Do you really think it's the coronavirus? Now, it is very unfortunate. There's been some cruise ships that have been quarantined. They found new instances of, of coronavirus in Italy. They, the news media said they had to lock down a few cities. But what do you think is really going on? Is the coronavirus something that new? We've had the bird flu. We've had the swine flu. We've had epidemics in the, in the past. What do you think is going on? Or do you think it's more a natural progression that the market fluctuates. The market goes up and the market goes down. 
So you have to understand these things in the, in the context of an investor. So you know that over the long haul, and I would say long term is anything greater than five years. Why do I say that? Well, if you know that you have an investment account that you're going to have to pull money out of over the next five years, and you cannot tolerate or the plan does not dictate or allow a minimum of a 14 to 30% decline of that value, it shouldn't be in the market anyway. Long term to me is greater than five years. That's why we build battle plans. We, we build a, a financial plan and a retirement income strategy around knowing these things. So you have to intellectually and emotionally understand what these down markets are and what they mean. If you look at any period in history, and I teach this to our clients, I teach this when I work over at Kennesaw State and teach the retirement planning class. If you look at the market since World War II, kind of as our, our, our modern uh, time frame of the markets, since 1946, there have been roughly 13 bear markets as uh, measured by a 20% or greater decline in the market. 20% or greater is a bear market. A correction is classified as 10% or greater uh, in, in the market. If you look back to 1946 and you measured all these, you would know that the average one-year decline every single year, we can expect the market to pull back about 13.8% every single year and every one in five years you can expect a 30 percent bear market correction so are you surprised when the market drops for any given period you really shouldn't be you shouldn't be surprised and what do you think is happening the stock market in particular has a long-term permanent uptrend it's the same thing with economic cycles the the, the trend line is always positive. It's a permanent uptrend marked by temporary declines. Those temporary declines happen every year from peak to trough of about 13.8. So I would say if you cannot take a minimum of a 14% drop every year and every one in four years, a drop of roughly 30% punctuated by some instances over over periods where it's 40 or 50 percent if you look just back to 2007 the beginning of the bear market 2008 to march of 2009 the percentage lost on the s p 500 was 56.8 percent and it took 517 days to get back to break even so the market is going to be punctuated with greater than 30% declines. Are you going to be surprised? And what do you think is causing this decline? Could it be just a natural uh, ebb and flow of the market? So there are four things you need to know about bear markets, and you need to know them now. You need to know them intellectually, and you need to know them emotionally. Think of it this way. If you've been on a cruise lately, What's the first thing you do on the cruise, other than uh, go to your cabin, you go to your room, before you leave port, before you undock the, the, the cruise ship, you go through a lifeboat drill, do you not? And the lifeboat drill is designed while you're still at, at port to explain to every passenger what they're going to do ahead of time if there is some event, some catastrophe, some disaster while you're out at sea. 
So the lifeboat drill, you know you're going to go to this specific um, area, you're going to meet, you're going to check in, you're going to have your specific life preserver, you're going to all be accounted for. Those are the lifeboat drills. So we know a bear market is coming. I don't know if it started today or not, but don't be surprised. We know a bear market is coming. There's going to be some event that may trigger it. Maybe it is the coronavirus. Maybe it is the, the election. Maybe it's the Democrat National Convention. Maybe it's the election in November. The bear market is going to happen. So you need to know these four things prior to that event. You need to have your financial plan, your battle, your battle plan, your, your, your game plan. If you use a football analogy, you need to have the playbook ahead of time. So I want to give you these four things that you need to know about bear markets right now. Number one, bear markets are essential. They're essential in the never-ending business cycle. Nothing can travel only in one direction, meaning up. The market has fluctuations up and down, and bear markets are essential. I would say to many people, if you're not using the capital invested over the next five years, this may be a great opportunity. Things are on sale today. If you have money to put in the market, keep putting it in the market in the form of your dollar cost averaging. The bear market is essential. It's organic. It's part of the process. Number two, they are very common. I would say bear markets are really as common as dirt. Bear markets happen one out of every five years. On an annual basis, you can expect at least a 14% peak to trough movement. So these are very, very common events. Now, I would argue if you look back in the recent history since 2009, we haven't had a bear market. We've had a few corrections. 2018, we had a little bit of a, a dip. In 2018, it was 10.2%. Um, in 2015-16 time frame, we had a 13.3. Uh, in 2011, we had a 19.4 little drop. So these drops do happen, but we haven't seen a bear market as measured by 20% drop or greater. But they're very, very common. Don't be surprised and ask yourself, what's really causing it? Is this a natural progression in the organic, never-ending business cycle? Number three, Bear markets are temporary. They're temporary introduction, uh, interruptions of a permanent uptrend. The business cycle and economic progress throughout all of history, throughout all of mankind is positive. But it is, it does have interruptions temporarily. That's why we call market declines or bear markets a temporary decline on the permanent uptrend in progress. And number four, they're the reason the rate of return for equities is so superior. You cannot wish away the volatility and the downward pressure of a bear market. To do so would be us all to give up the potential to earn the stock equity returns that we're accustomed to. If you want to make 8, 9, 10, 12% annual return on your invested capital in equities, you can never, never wish away the volatility. The bear market and the volatility is the reason that the stock market has such a superior return to, let's say, bonds. The long-term average growth rate of stocks is around 10.7 to 12.2%. 
the long-term growth rate of bonds in any measured period of time is never greater than about 6%. Why? Why the superior performance of stock than the performance of bonds? And it's very simple. It's that the premium that we are receiving for stock investment is based off of the volatility. Volatility and premium return are one and the same. That means to wish away the volatility and the upside potential is to wish away the, the volatility. So we have to be very careful of that. So those are the four things you have to know about bear markets. You really need to learn it sooner rather than later. If you understand those things, then you're going to be more prepared. You won't be surprised. So it goes back to what we've talked about so many times, and that is what is a good quality retirement plan? What is a good quality financial independence plan? It has to be centered around your income and your investments, those two primary things. So if you know uh, clients that are listening to my voice, people that may want to have a conversation with me, if you know you're going to need access to your capital over the next one, three, five years, where you position it, the location of the investment is of critical importance. If you don't need access to the money, you're not going to spend that money for living expenses, for your daughter's wedding, maybe it's for college tuition, whatever the reason or purpose of the capital. If you're not going to need that within a three to five year time frame, I say five, you may look at three, then that money shouldn't be in the market. Because the market, as I came on to this podcast recording today, well, the market was down about two and a half, three percent. That's a pretty steep decline for a single day. Could this be the day or the catalyst that leads us into the next correction, the first correction of 2020? And maybe it's perhaps the first bear market since 2008, 2009. If that's the case, then maybe that money should not be in the, in the position of equities. Maybe it needs to be in fixed income. Maybe you need to look at annuities. Maybe you just need to look at plain old hard cash. Long term, you have to accept the volatility of the markets to accept the superior return. So again, bear markets, what, did, what do you do when the market drops? In most instances, you should do nothing. You should not react to the news media. You should not react to the disaster du jour, the coronavirus today. You should not react. You should be acting acting in the form of plans, acting in the form of the lifeboat drill. What is your battle plan if this is the day that we head into the 2020 bear market? Because I don't have a crystal ball. I can't time. I can't select. I can't project based on a market-driven approach, but I can't always count on a goal-driven approach knowing the things that we know historically about specific markets. So I, I read interest, uh, uh, recently an interesting definition that I want to give you, the technical definition of a bear market, and I thought that it, it uh, brought some light to this. A bear market is a period of time during which common stocks are returned to their rightful owners. A bear market is a period of time during which common stocks are returned to their rightful owners. What does that mean? It means that people that have owned stocks, perhaps for the wrong reason, maybe they're timid, maybe they're fearful of the future, they cannot stand the volatility, the upward movement, and the downward movement of the market, eventually they will panic out. And the wrongful owner of those shares 
when they drop, they're going to panic out. And then who's going to come in and buy them? It's going to be the wisest of investors. It's going to be the people that should rightfully be the owners of long-term accumulation of stocks. So don't be that person that panics out. And there are a number of reasons why people panic out. And I'll do a podcast on this in the future. Maybe next week's podcast, we'll talk about the greatest mistakes. What are the big mistakes, the big blunders, the big goofs that people make over and over and over that create the panic, that create the, the uh, buy high and sell low phenomenon, which we all know is the exact opposite of what we should be doing. So turn off the news if you need to. Don't read the headlines. Don't panic out because of the coronavirus. Stick to your goal-driven financial plans. If you need help with the planning process, if you need help developing your income strategy because you are retired and you're afraid that you're losing money in this current market environment, I would again submit you're not losing money unless you sell. This is a temporary decline in the permanent uptrend of economic progress. Thanks for tuning in to get today. If you need to get in touch with me, it's Phil at calandrafinancial.com, phil at calandrafinancial.com, or our phone number, 678-218-5925, 678-218-5925. Thanks for tuning again. This is Phil Calandra, and you've been on the Retire Road.